0: Chapter 4. Adventure Ever since I was a kid, I've been keen to test my boundaries. Getting my first electric wheelchair at three years old and never feeling isolated because of my disability during my formative childhood years meant that to a certain degree I've always been quite a confident and curious person despite the nerves that I discussed in previous chapters. Overcoming those nerves though, has been part of the process and being scared in something that I've tried to embrace as I've got older as being worried or anxious is as much a part of life as feeling confident and carefree. One of the most important lessons I've learned is not to feel anxious about being anxious. It is a natural feeling and it doesn't have to get in the way of what you want to achieve. So while this chapter is in no way suggesting that all disabled people should go off and do crazy adventurous things. I am suggesting that we all try and push our boundaries every once in a while. Whether that's learning to swim or starting a voluntary job, not all attempts will be successful, and it's important to know your limits and accept what isn't possible. I'm never going to go into space, for example, and bungee jumping is certainly out of the question. But I can do a lot of things, many of which I formerly thought were impossible. And though my own personal safety is always my number one priority, without facing up to a little bit of risk, humankind would never have achieved anything. As I've mentioned in previous chapters, when it comes to any new experience, whether it's a holiday, a big move, or a spot of scuba diving, planning is everything. I really would like to stress how much planning and logistical thinking goes into everything I do, and how rigorously I research every harebrained scheme that I have in order to check it is safe, affordable, and achievable. As I am clearly at more risk than most people when doing a physical activity, as I am unable to run away from danger or swim strongly, being in safe hands and working with well-respected and safety-conscious companies is very important to me. If I didn't trust the people around me, then there is no way I would be taken to the sky or putting my head under water for any length of time, so researching companies before taking the plunge is essential for me. With that in mind, I want to take you way back through the mist of time to August 2010. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? It's Martin Sibley flying a plane in Salisbury. For as long as I can remember, I've wanted to fly a plane, and the fact that this has always been on my bucket list shows you what kind of kid I was. I didn't think it would be possible though until I started looking into it in the winter of 2009-2010, when I was laid up with a nasty chest infection and needed something to lift my mood. Planning for the future may not seem like the easiest thing to do when you're feeling rubbish but it really helps to have something positive to aim for, especially if you know that that thing is likely to take place in sunnier months, when you're back on top form. My research, which involved watching videos of other disabled people flying, led me to the APT Charitable Trust in Salisbury, a charity that's dedicated to helping disabled people learn to fly. Based at Old Sarum Airfield, they have a small fleet of microlight aircraft, all of which are two-seater, and one of which has specially adapted controls that can be used by disabled people with a range of different needs. It's possible to just go up for one journey, or to train to be a fully qualified pilot with them, but as this was going to be my first attempt, I decided to pass on the pilot training for now.